Stopping advanced threats requires knowing exactly what you're up against. ExtraHop Reveal X is the only solution that shows you not just where intruders are going, but where they've been. 90-day look-back and complete network visibility across the data center, cloud, and device edge help security teams respond 84% faster with ExtraHop RevealX network detection and response. Explore the interactive demo at securityweekly.com forward slash ExtraHop. Welcome back to Business Security Weekly. I am your host, Matt Alderman, joined by Paul Asadorian and Jason Albuquerque. If you miss Security Weekly Unlocked, you can now access all the content on demand whether you registered before the live event or not by visiting securityweekly.com forward slash unlocked and clicking either the button to register or the button to log in. Also join us for our next webcast on March 18th with Capsulate on preparing Linux hosts for unexpected threats. Register at securityweekly.com forward slash webcasts. If you've missed any of our previously recorded webcasts or technical trainings, they are available for your viewing pleasure at securityweekly.com forward slash on demand. Now, gentlemen, the articles I pulled were aligned to our previous mm -hmm. segment because I thought what was really interesting when I was talking to Dutch preparing for the segment, I was looking at the different articles and I'm like, there's a theme here and there's some mm -hmm. good themes and there's some not so good themes. And I wanted to pull <laughs> out these articles to, to kind of reinforce the previous segment because I thought it was so interesting around the alignment, around the mm -hmm. cost center of the business, et cetera, et cetera. So I started with this first one, our business, uh, our businesses under investing in cybersecurity. And what I thought was interesting, there's two pieces in this article, Jason, I want your take on mm. a second. The first was the issue isn't how large a cybersecurity investment an, organiza an organization makes, but mm -hmm. rather if it's spending funds properly. That's right. Point mm -hmm. one. 100%. And then further down in the article, cybersecurity like IT is a cost center for companies, which we just specifically <laughs> said we want to get away from. We want to debunk that myth. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, so uh, you know, the, the article about our businesses under-investing in cybersecurity, uh, here's what I'm going to say. We... As long as you have the right relationship in the business, you're growing at the pace of the business, right? I mean, we just came out of a very crazy year, an insane year. Most companies are losing money or flat, right? Um, and, and you're going to be allowed to spend your budget at the pace of business spend. So unfortunately, over the course of the last year, spend is flat. I mean, it's, it's where we're at. We have a lot of businesses that are being conservative with their spend. And, you know, it's, it's the opportunity for the CISO to actually have very candid conversations with the leadership and say, you know, here's where I think we need to invest, but also be strategic enough to say, here's where I think we can divest from investment, right? So it's just, it's having a conversation saying, I'm in it for the benefit of the business, and here's what we're going to do to make sure we're doing the right things at the right time with the right money. Yeah, and I think that, I agree like, with, so, sorry, Matt, just cybersecurity investments, I think we should spend a moment and talk about what that really yeah. means because as adrian and i look into for example attack surface management and asset inventory which really shouldn't be called asset inventory because it denotes <laughs> like an asset tag like yeah, yeah, on a yeah, laptop yeah, right, right. and that is that is part of it but it goes sure. deeper than that like those are those are it and security spends and like does it fall into cybersecurity? does it fall into it to me it doesn't really matter nope. you need to be doing certain things really well and mm -hmm. also take into account are you 
small business, medium business, large enterprise, sure. government, like what are your, what are yeah. your needs, right? Yeah. It's also a, a huge thing in where you're investing in cybersecurity. There's a ton people, of People, process, to technology are all places you can invest. Yep. So I think yep. investing in cybersecurity is a whole segment in of itself. Oh yeah, 100%. And, and, and again, every business is different, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the risk tolerance of the business is different. Um, where you're going to spend and the importance of certain things is going to be different. And that's the importance of understanding what drives your business. Mm -hmm. When you understand what drives the business, you're going to be able to have intelligent conversations with the leadership to say, no matter whose budget it is, there are times I'm making decisions for the services team budget, right? Mm -hmm. For the HR budget. But I'm there as an advocate. I'm there to, um, you know, help align security to that business initiative. Right, right. And, and at the end of the day, I'm showing the CEO and the CFO that I'm in it for the best interest of the business as a whole, mm. right? Mm. And that's where you're going to have those conversations. So there's many times where I'm looking at operational efficiencies that can help fund security initiatives, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. And, and I think the point you said is the point I want to get across. Sometimes you have to divest in an mm -hmm. area to invest in another area. 100%. And it's understanding where that alignment is. If you're moving to cloud, for example, do I need to make the same networking endpoint, et cetera, investments? Or mm -hmm. do I need to divest those right. in order to fund application identity and data security in the right. cloud? Right. And I think that that to me was the more important part of this article is it's not how much you have. It's are you spending it on the right? And are yeah. the CISOs making the right decisions on where to divest mm -hmm. so they can make the right decisions to invest where the business is going? Yeah, it's 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 a hundred percent necessity, right? Because you don't want to be seen as a spend, spend, spend organization. You want to be seen as an organization who's responsible with the company's dollars. No matter what budget they live in, whether it's security, whether it's IT, whether it's the finance budget, it doesn't matter. It's everybody's budget. It's paying for our paychecks. It's paying for the, you know, for the company to exist. So, so you know, look at it from a broad level as a company-wide initiative. No matter who owns the budget, we we said it in the last segment. Your title doesn't matter. Be a leader. Lead across the organization. Show that you're that you have a vested interest in other departments, right? In the way they're spending their money. And you're going to build that trust factor. And I mean, some things you're are easier than others, right? But well, I think, yeah. you know, good security practices can make things easier mm -hmm. and more secure. That's hard. But like I think of a password manager. Of course, LastPass just made that somewhat controversial. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're free, nah, you're only going to be able to, you know, have these limitations. I forget exactly what the limitations were. Right. Because I've, I've had a paid account uh, for myself, <laughs> recognizing the, right. the value of it. But that's where... You know, you're saying working with the different business units. Well, business units need to share sensitive information, mm -hmm. maybe maybe credentials. Well, how do they do that securely? Well, yeah. that enables them to share things, but also do it securely. So yeah. enabling them to have a better process, sure. a faster process yeah. that's trackable, that you can audit. Yep. And, oh, by the way, implements encryption correctly. Yep. And, you know, sensitive information isn't, isn't right. being leaked. And I, I mean, think you you have a different, uh, sure. it's not LastPass, right? But you obviously you're Whatever managing data for Whatever all those customers. Right. You have to have a facility yeah. to manage that. Well, rather than having three different solutions, yep. you've got one, you can get other business sure. units probably using and the then, same. And then, again, speaking the, the language of the business, mm -hmm. how does that help with client experience? How right. does that help with operational right. efficiencies internally, mm -hmm. right? And being mm -hmm. able to articulate that it's going to save our engineers X amount of time over mm. the course of X amount of weeks over the course of X amount of years, mm -hmm. right? And being able to have that operational efficiency conversation to say, hey, by investing now in this, here's how we're gonna save later. Right, 
And that's where I went with the second article, right? Security needs to be embedded in every stage of the business cycle. Mm -hmm. And I thought where this article was going to go, it didn't go as deep as I yeah, wanted it to, yeah, agreed. was the ability to really show alignment across the different stages of the business cycle. Here, they really talked about more on the remote and, yeah. and some of the other aspects. The title was more inspirational. Sure, I agree with than that. The, than mm. the me. It, it, it took me a bit to get through like the, um, the, the company who actually sponsored or was interviewed to get through their mm -hmm. Megatron platform that they're trying to promote, right? Because they're trying to promote this platform that's going to be the best of everything. Um, but once you get through that, yeah, you're right. It's, it's the title, right? I mean, but it's something we've talked about for years. It's not anything new. We've, we've talked about this for years that we need to be better um, enabled to build that relationship across the business. It needs to be embedded in every single thing we do, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a necessity. We have to have that visibility in the technologies, in the processes, in the business unit operations in order to be able to have that holistic view of the organization. Yep. And that's where the four tips to help CISOs get more C-suite cybersecurity buy-in came next, which is how do I, as I'm trying to work through these uh, mm -hmm. changes and shifts in strategy, yeah. how do I work with the rest of the C-suite? There's a couple good tips in here. I mean, you've got to tell that cohesive story mm -hmm. around cybersecurity, but you've got to align it to the business, back That's to it. the point from, from earlier. Um, you know, security risks, right? Think mm -hmm. about this from a risk management perspective, yep. uh, which we've talked about. Um, the third one, lead with care, our security controls consistent, <laughs> adequate, reasonable, and effective. Another acronym. Okay. okay. <laughs> sure. Maybe. <laughs> but the last one, definitely connect the dots between security initiatives and, and business, business outcomes. outcomes. That's it. You know, it, again, we, we take it back to core leadership skills that you need to have, right? In order to tell a cohesive story and narrative around whatever you're trying to accomplish, you need to know your audience. Know what motivates that business unit leader. Know what motivates the stakeholders. Know what motivates the business. Know what motivates the CEO or the board of directors. And if you can align your conversation to those motivating factors, your success rate is going to go up. Guaranteed. Yep. Agreed. And when you're talking about this and when you're measuring it and the questions you ask, mm -hmm. this next article, I love this next article because I, it was an interesting way to think about it, right? Cybersecurity is not how many breaches you've detected or prevented mm -hmm. or how many vulnerabilities were patched. Yep. It, you know, it's not how many times you trained your employees, whether you're in compliance or not. The, the basic question is, how likely are you to get hacked today? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know... Uh... That, that question is a little odd to me, right? I mean, the likelihood of getting hacked, there's so many variables. How do you, how do you even, right? right? I mean, uh, how do you do that? But, but at the end of the day, it's, it's do you have the right information, right? And do you have the right processes and procedures in play so that way you can build a resilient organization? And resiliency is multiple things. How you react to a security incident how you react to um, a breach, right? How you react to certain things that are happening within your organization. I, you know, it's the muscle memory thing, right? It's, it, it, again, you have to have muscle memory as an organization, and that means in real time, can you effectively and efficiently react to anything that gets thrown at you, right? And and you said it at first. You said, "Do I have the right data? Not only the right mm -hmm. data. It, is it is it fresh? Is sure. it the right frequency? And, right. And, and the, right. Because yeah, I could have the data, but if it's three months old, it's not going to help me 
address the question about Agreed. where am I Agreed. today? Right. And it, and it it is making sure you have all those people, processes, technology, yeah, information it. that you need to make decisions. And if the last time you practiced or exercised your incident response was a year and a half ago, you're not real time. That's not muscle memory, right? It's just not. So it's it's really that real time activity, real time information being connected. It's about process and teamwork. Yeah. Which is interesting because I think a lot of business owners and executives get hung up on cybersecurity. That's going to cost us money when there's so much you can accomplish with just really good process yeah. and procedures and, right. and working with what you have yep. and then understanding where your, your gaps are and, and acquiring mm -hmm. the right uh, products and solutions. Right. And know the definition of team for teamwork. Yeah, teamwork Because it's not team. always just the security team. It's well, not always just the security and IT team. Right. We've right? said it before and I think it's bears repeating in the context of this conversation when we talk to some of the more elite pen testers in the world they're like the hardest companies to get into are the ones that have like really awesome teamwork and coordination yes. and communication absolutely that doesn't i mean they could have the most advanced the least advanced technology mm -hmm. or whatever like that's not the measure the measure is the companies with the best teamwork collaboration right. communication right. Those are the it's what you do with the information yeah, because exactly. one, one responsibility is to gather the information and gather the event information. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you do with it? Right. Who do you pass that to? Who do you engage? What team comes in? Right. Mm -hmm. So it is, it's, it's that collaboration. It's that shared responsibility and knowing yes. what that shared responsibility yes. is, who's accountable, who owns it. Right. Mm -hmm. And practicing it. But also, I mean, in our interview, that goes back to culture too. Yeah. You know, having a good culture around security, mm -hmm. you know, knowing you when, when something is suspicious mm -hmm. and who to go to with it. That's, you know, part of culture. It too. is because most often it's not going to be somebody on the security team who raises their hand. Yeah. These, these days, it's going to be like a clerk in your finance department that may raise their hand. It could be. It <laughs> saying, could be hey, anyone. This, this, That's the point. I don't, I don't yeah. recognize this customer. Why are we getting an invoice from them? Something right. like that. You know, yeah. the typical phishing type scams. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why, why, did this, why did this customer who hasn't done business with, with us in seven years just say they changed their routing information? Mm -hmm. Like, those right. are examples of things that happen. Yes. I look at that as success. That's mm -hmm. built a good culture for right. somebody to say, wait a minute, this smells a little funny. Yeah, Dutch said that when we were prepping for last interview, he said, look, it's not about the 5% of the employees that mm -hmm. understand security. It's about the other 95% mm -hmm. yes. of the employees that don't know anything about security. W when they step up, then mm -hmm. you know you've had success. That's it. Yeah. Budgets are still low, Jason, but up from mid-2020, mm -hmm. uh, the CIO dive report. What I thought was interesting here was and you said it at the beginning of, of this segment when we were starting to talk. Look, budgets are going to move as the business moves. Yes. And as revenues uh, stay kind of consistent or mm -hmm. they start to ramp up, you're going to see budgets open and, yeah. and, and or, or stay static. And, and right. that's what this report says. And, and as CFOs get that level of um, comfort to release on cash on hand, right? Yep. Because good CFOs are being conservative and they're keeping that cash on hand and they're not spending, Right. Um, yep. as they start to release and start, you know, leveraging their, you know, financial type, uh, you know, their, their, their finance arms where, where they can start working with banks, right? Um, it's going to start slowly releasing and, and, and we're starting to see it, right? We're not in the place of 2017, 2018 spend. We're not even close, but consider of, you know, look at March of last year, we're on the upswing, mm. Right. Yeah. And in uh, cloud spend was mm -hmm. one of the big ones that was up, which kind of it, it, look, we've seen it. We know it's going to continue mm -hmm. to happen. 
That's why I pulled in this last article yeah. because I think as we shift away from on-prem to cloud, mm -hmm. we make these uh, transformational decisions from a business perspective. You know what what becomes in focus for the CISO? What are the trends that you know are the ones you have to address? Sure. I thought this article did a pretty good job of talking about some of those things that I think well, it's, it's we all the talk things, about here. It's all the things you've predicted over the course of the last couple of years, Matt. Right? Identity, data. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, app honestly, it really app is app user data. One hundred percent. I mean, that needs to be the focus. You know, I I, I just had the opportunity to um, to sit down with some key executives at some uh, at some UCAS companies that that we partner with, and, and, and at the end of the day, the rate of transformation that's being driven into companies right now is it's never been seen. I mean, these are leaders within these big companies, right? And they're like, we've never seen anything like this, mm. and it's because it's not just work from home anymore, it's work from anywhere. The mentality of organizations are work from anywhere. Some of, the, some of the examples we're getting is, hey, now businesses are actually okay with someone saying, I wanna go get my MBA in Israel and still work for your company. Can I do that? And the right. answer is yes, absolutely. Because of these innovative technologies, right? right? And the ability to secure someone from anywhere, now they can go overseas, still work for the company effectively, efficiently, and securely. It, it makes interesting policy decisions too. Yes. Wh which countries do you allow that? Do you allow Russia, China, exactly. and, right, right, right. and right. Iran? All, the, all like, those places uh, you geoblock, yeah. do you allow that? Right. Mm. <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. Now, also, you, now, uh, you, now you can have a worldwide workforce. But also, I mean, work from home is the thing, but also I think the expectation that applications can be stood up in a very expedient mm -hmm, manner mm -hmm. is a huge thing that sure. enterprises are dealing sure. with today. I mean, I look at, uh, you know, we did the vaccinateri.org yep. um, and the expectations that people outside of tech have with a website that's just stood up that we understand being in technology and have been for some time. That's not gonna be perfect. Like what goes into it. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, some, some patience, <laughs> right? But the expectations that, that users have that this technology can be stood up yeah. and it's gonna be good and it's going to be secure, and it's going to be fast. And I'm like, how many how many legs in the stool do you uh, <laughs> do you but, want? But, right? but, but why wouldn't they feel that way? We talk about culture, right? Mm -hmm. Look at what consumer culture is these days. It's Amazon, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's consumer culture. It's instant gratification mm -hmm. and perfection in everything you do. That's what's expected these days. That's yep. hard. You know, the pressures on the CIOs, the pressures on the CISOs, the pressures yes. on organizations to keep up with that pace mm. are huge. Mm -hmm. They're absolutely yeah. huge. Speed without friction is mm -hmm. a very yeah. delicate balance in this environment. And that's why when you think about integrating security into, into DevOps, mm -hmm. you think about uh, all your application identity yep. and data controls, the more you can do proactively yep. and automate to remove friction out of the process, the better you're going to be aligned to the business. Yep. Because to your point, Jason, the business is like, we got to step on We're the going. gas. We got to go, go, go. Get on the train or get off the train. That's that's what's happening, right? Especially now. Especially now where we're in a place where revenues have been flat or decreasing. Mm. Now the business is motivated saying, wait a minute, we see a light at the end of the tunnel with vaccinations, with all of this stuff coming we're going to hit the gas, right? right. Now yep. it's time for us to grow again because they're sick of not growing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so I thought this was a great list. Yeah. Um, as a, as, and, and it aligns back and kind of ties mm -hmm. both of these segments back together. 
we have to understand what's influencing the change so that we can adjust our security culture and our security programs mm -hmm. to align to the business. 100%. Absolutely. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. And we'll see you next week on Business Security Weekly.